It's Joe's class on 88.9 The Bridge. January 2nd, 2024. That's the first time I said that. You are listening to Joe's class, the Breakfast on the Bridge edition. Joe's class is the only high school class taught live on the radio that we know of. I am your host, Joe Bryant, but the real students here are the stars. And those are the people that you're used to listening to in this hour. But I thought, you know, with the new year, why don't I uh, kick off the year and do a little radio as well and let some of them sleep? But you know what? They didn't choose to sleep. They're here bright and early planning a great morning show for you. And uh, I'm going to be joined this morning by uh, Kate and Tolly and Annabelle and Ellie and Sophia and a special guest, a voice you heard on this station many times but not for quite a while. We'll tell you about that more in a little bit. But first, I do want to say uh, hi to Kate and hi to Tolly, my co-host. And, and then I want to say, how about those Huskies, huh? Yeah. Good morning. I'm, good morning. Good morning. I am so excited to be here. Happy 2024, everybody. Happy hi. 2024. Yeah, that's great. And how about those Huskies? My goodness, they are doing fantastic. Yeah, and that's the, obviously the top story. And Annabelle has our sports. We'll get to her with the, all the details in a minute. But I, and I don't know if, if somebody had something you know more important to watch. I know maybe there was a Hell's <laughs> Kitchen rerun that you just couldn't miss, or or uh, you know the uh, two thousand pound sisters or whatever it is you watch. And I'm just going off what some other members of my family might have been watching <laughs> instead of the Huskies. But did you watch the game last night? Yes, I did. Um, I was a bit busy that day. Unfortunately, um, I, I did look up on some highlights on YouTube. It just seemed like the Huskies just did pretty good that game. They're doing good the entire season. So go dogs. I'm really excited. Yeah, I watched the game. I went to bed before it was over because I was had to get up early this morning. But I watched up until like about the middle of the fourth quarter. And... You know, when I woke up, the first thing I did was ask Siri went, um, who won the Sugar Bowl, and I was very happy to see that the dogs did. And, you know, the Huskies are, are very important to my family. Both my parents um, went to school there. That's where they met. So we're always watching. We're always watching the Husky games. Oh, that's awesome. I'm glad to hear uh, you've got some alumni and maybe that, something like this, not that you weren't inspired already, but maybe you want to be a Husky in the, yeah. in sometime in the future. I'll definitely, I'm, I'm definitely going to apply there. Um, it's, it's, on one of, it's one of my schools that yeah. I'm really hoping to get into. Yeah. Well, uh, just a hint, Kate, if you do apply and you do get accepted and you do wind up playing Division One football for them, <laughs> don't, don't opt out. I don't know if you guys are paying attention to this, and maybe we'll wait till Annabelle or mm -hmm. some people get in here that are uh, that are talking sports. But um, one thing that's happened in college football since I paid really close attention is now people can choose not to play. They, they And this didn't happen with the Huskies, but like LSU, for example, the Heisman Trophy. Trophy winning quarterback, who I think we saw the guy who should have won last night, but the Heisman Trophy winning quarterback at LSU, he opted out uh, of his bowl game uh, because he didn't want to maybe get hurt and maybe jeopardize his chance at, you know, an NFL career, which I understand that, but I really kind of don't understand that because when you're you've played at your you know you've played at a school and the biggest game of you know potentially that you're going to play in ever in your life and it just doesn't seem kind of 
fair to your teammates, fair to the fans to just say, okay, well, I got my four years of education. Thank you for the scholarship. And yeah, I played a lot of great football while I was here, but this one last important game, I'm just going to, I'm going to pass on that. That just doesn't feel right to me. If you say, if you, I know you're a swimmer, Kate, if you went, you know, if, if Piper, one of our top swimmers, such a great swimmer that she just, in fact, went to, uh, she accepted uh, the letter uh, for, she's going to be at the University of Texas. We'll forgive her for that. But <laughs> but uh, uh, can you imagine if, if it got to be the state title and, and you know, and you, you or Piper or somebody says, well, I'm going to opt out on this one because I don't want to maybe pull pull a muscle or something, yeah. you know, it just, it, it doesn't sit well with me. I also yeah. think oh, with, um, with football is, I mean, I feel like this with pretty much any professional sport, like you kind of have no idea what it's going to look like or if you're even going to get like drafted or picked for a football team or however it looks. And so I feel like you really should take every single opportunity you get given, especially if you really love a sport instead of, and I feel like opting out, like, Obviously, he's doing it because he doesn't want to risk his NFL career, but even now, he doesn't know necessarily what that will look like, and this still could be one of the biggest games of his career. And so I feel like you should always take those opportunities. Yeah, and it's easy for me to sit here yeah. and say as a yeah. as a older person in a comfortable chair that has never uh, been hit by anybody on a football <laughs> field since seventh grade, but it just... Uh, uh, and I know there's, a, you know, your whole future's at stake, but to uh, just to be able to uh, this whole transfer por- portal and opting out and uh, realigning the conferences, it's just uh, as a sports fan as and as an older one, I guess it just feels a uh, feels a little confusing. But the bottom line is. The University of Washington Huskies are 14-0. and 0. There's never been a team in the history of the school to, to accomplish that, and they get a chance to accomplish something even greater uh, next Monday, and that is beating Jim Harbaugh and the Michigan Wolverines, which I'm just not going to lie. I don't like the guy. Never have. Uh, Neither it, does it, my dad. Yeah, yeah. He said, uh, well, he's done a lot of a lot of – a lot of things that, uh, you know, didn't sit well with yeah. some of us fans in the Northwest, including his time uh, with the 49ers. Yeah. Well, we'll get the actual sports in a bit, and we'll play a song to salute the Huskies in, in a minute or two. But I did want to ask uh, both of you guys uh, about the break. This is the first time we've been back to school, and it felt quick to me this year. Yeah. I, in fact, I, I, would like, I would like to make a proposal <laughs> that any time uh, January 1st falls on a Sunday through Thursday, January 2nd should be a legal holiday. I mean, they yeah. should just, you know, we need a day to to you know to have our new year and then a day to kind of digest that and yeah. then get back to it it feels like getting thrown into the fire a little bit uh fast here but with that in mind uh we are here and you guys are here but uh how did you how did you like the break did you do anything fun did you go anywhere did you yeah. uh, experience anything different um i this was a very much needed break for me i would say um but so my family went to the Bahamas, which was really exciting. Um, this uh, for the first like f- five days of break, which was really fun. It's probably beautiful there yeah. this time of year. Well, it did rain the entire time we were oh, there. Oh wow! Wow. <laughs> which was you know, and definitely the Bahamas—they're not really uh, built for like rain. It was kind of crazy. Um, we walked a lot of places because the driving there is really like you really shouldn't drive there unless like you know what you're doing. And so really, we would only take 
cabs where we'd walk and we did a lot of walking and it was a lot of walking through like ankle deep puddles it was you know it was all all in good fun you know my family we travel a good amount so we kind of have gotten used to like things sometimes going awry and we ended up still having a lot of fun and like just getting to be a family of four and like my sister who's at college now was with us and so like it was fun but it, it rained the whole time but the other cool thing about our Bahamas trip was um up until recently, um, um, there's been never been a uh, there's never been a direct flight from Seattle to the Bahamas. But my dad was like just trying to find somewhere warm that we could get direct, and he saw a flight on Alaska. And it was a direct flight, and he was like, "Oh, I'll just I'll just get tickets on this flight. Like that's great. I didn't know there was a direct flight." We show up to the gate. There's like a whole party going on. There's a DJ. Like there's all this crazy stuff. Come to find out that it's the inaugural. Um, flight like direct flight to the Bahamas. Oh, so we were I heard about that. Yeah, Alaska, um, direct flight to the Bahamas, which was really cool. It was yeah, it was really fun. Yeah, I um, uh, not to be a bit of a sad one, but my <laughs> my break didn't start out too well. I was kind of dealing with not having any work. It was a, like a bit of a shock because I was so busy beforehand, and then it was like, well, I don't have anything to do anymore. I just guess I just sit here around, and I kind of had. Like some anxiety of like, it's a break. Why am I stressed? But then once I got over that, I went to go um, hang out with some of my friends and I met up with an old uh, aviation friend who is currently in college majoring in music education. And um, we talked a bit about that. We flew uh, we flew some remote control planes because that's what we do. And um, it was honestly very, very sunny. I'm sorry, Kate, that you uh, went to go get some sun and found none. But we had we had some sunny days here as well as some rain. But yeah. I thought my my break was it was mixed. It did go really, really fast. Like like you said, Joe. So I'm a little conflicted, but I think overall I'm I'm a, I'm a little pleased with how it went. You know? Well, a couple of things now for you first, Tolly, um, as you get older. I am really good at doing nothing. I mean, that's a, you get better at doing nothing as you go. I know you're a guy who loves to stay busy, and I love that about you. You're always looking for things to do, ways to improve our station. Uh, but I can sit in a chair uh, for a really long time and, and enjoy it. And that's what I did a lot of. Um, uh, it, it really felt good. And for you, Kate, every island, and I haven't been to the Bahamas, but I know there's a wet side and a dry side there. Yes. Island. Maybe did you not look at the brochures closely where you may be on the wet side? Or? No, it was it was like we asked, we were like, oh, is this like uh, is this the dry season, this wet season? They're like, oh, no, like it's unusual that we're getting this amount of rain right now. So I think it was just like there. I think it was just a fluke. And well, it's funny because we've had many times when it's been like when we've had that type of thing. A few years ago, we went to Spain, which was a really cool experience, and it rained the whole time, and so we kind of made a joke that, like, the rain in Spain falls mostly on the Lennington's. Like Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I like that rain. That's yeah. a good rain. Well, I, uh, and, you know, I think Alaska, they're doing a lot of uh, things and having that inaugural flight. I was on a bit of an inaugural flight uh, with Alaska, uh, and the only way it was inaugural was the plane wasn't really like together yet and, and it even had a new plane smell to it oh wow and i get on this plane it's like this is the cleanest plane i've ever been on flying back from las vegas and uh then uh, they uh get on and then give the announcements and they say 
by the way, there's no Wi-Fi because we haven't hooked it up yet. It's like, that's how new of a plane it is. But yeah. personally, I mean, other than the restrooms and the seatbelts, shouldn't the Wi-Fi be next? I mean, why, yeah. why are you not hooking <laughs> yeah, that I up? Think, I think that's kind of a necessity when you're flying around, which I recently actually discovered that since uh, I have a t plan with T-Mobile, um, I got Wi-Fi on an airline, and it was just kind of interesting to see that like oh i can watch a movie off of my phone on an airplane whereas beforehand i just had like a game on my phone but i guess that just so, just so happened to be a coincidence that my plan my phone plan let me get wi-fi on a plane which was just kind of a new experience for me so yeah that was it, kind of fun that uh that is a, not to give t-mobile a, a free ad although i love love the guys that are in factoria that's the reason i have t-mobile i figured if it's going to work anywhere it's going to work around my house because their <laughs> world headquarters is in factoria but i do like that deal they do with alaska that's why i was so looking forward to just getting on the plane and checking up on uh on my little world and mm -hmm. and it was nice though to not be able to do that to be thrown into uh you can't use your phone because it's not going to work and yeah. i had to actually decide do i want to read do i want to take a nap what kind of analog thing do i want to pursue <laughs> and uh, it's kind of nice to be able to have people tell you you can't use your phone yeah. by the way that's one of my predictions for 2024 is you're going to get a lot more of that um, in public places. There's going to be more regulations about your yeah. phone time, I predict, is yeah. coming uh, in school, in concerts, in uh, theaters. It's already a, a nice suggestion that you don't use your phone, but I think it's going to become more in, enforced. I think that'd be nice, honestly. I, I yeah. know that uh, specifically with men uh, mentioning, you mentioned theaters, uh, I want, I went to watch, uh, the boy and the heron recently and it wasn't too bad cause everybody was kind of enraptured by the movie. It was a very good movie. Um, but I do think that some people don't get the memo of like, Hey, don't use your phones in theaters. Cause it, yeah. it, it kind of gets on my nerves when I see someone like pull out a phone and text. Most people do it discreetly, but even still it's like, but you're watching a movie. You yeah. should at the very least have the attention span to like put your phone on silence. I always just turn mine off so I don't even know if I got a, a text. I, don't, yeah. I agree. And, and, I, and I'm going to go so far as to say I predict, and this will be one of my official predictions for 2024. Just predictions. We're all going to have predictions. I'm only going to give you one now. <laughs> and then we'll uh, play a song for the Huskies and come back and catch up on the sports. But I predict it's going to be considered uncool to have your phone in your hand yeah. in lots of places and i'm i'm one to lead the charge on this i think yeah. we've got to we've got to make it so it's uncool yeah. we've got to get back to a little bit of an analog world here now i know i'm old and i know <laughs> this may sound like an old crusty guy but we really are kind of missing out um on some Honestly, things joe like i'm i'm with you i like i i would say that so i go to camp every summer and um, now I'm on staff, and so, like, I am allowed to have my phone, but it's still, like, you only have Wi-Fi in very specific places, so I spend most of the summer off my phone. And I think it's, like, beneficial for me every year. Like, I get a detox. My attention span, like, comes back. Like, I always think, like, getting a break from your phone is always beneficial, so I agree with you. Yeah, your sense of direction, your sense of, of everything just is, is going away the more you rely yeah. on a phone to do it. Well, that's my one prediction, and, and there's more to come, and we've all got some predictions for the new year. We've also got the sports. There was... Uh, 
obviously a huge uh, football game. That was the only thing going on in Seattle sports-wise. The Winter Classic, uh, Mm -hmm. by all reports, uh, was was a beautiful thing. And we'll get the whole sports report from Annabelle Hegarty. But first, in honor of the 14-0 Washington Huskies, uh, and in honor of you going to the Bahamas, because I think that's where these guys are from, uh, what better excuse to play the Baja men on 88.9 The Bridge? Who let the dogs out? Who, 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 who let the dogs out? Who, 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 who let the dogs out? The dogs were let out in New Orleans last night. Sugar Bowl champions 14-0 on their way to a national title. Good morning. You're listening to Breakfast on the Bridge, the Joe's Class version. It is 720 on January 2nd. 2024 we used to always joke about you know we now you got to remember to write 2024 on your checks but i can't remember the last time i actually <laughs> wrote a check so i guess we got to figure out a new way to deal with that uh yes the huskies won and there was also lots of other sports so let's go ahead and bring annabelle Hegarty in now with the quote official 88.9 the bridge sports update uh to see what else uh, took place uh including that huge victory in new orleans yesterday Thank you, Joe and Kate. I'm Annabelle Hegarty with your sports headlines. Yesterday at the Sugar Bowl, the University of Washington Huskies beat the Texas Longhorns 37-31 in the college football playoff semifinal. The game went down to the last play, a failed touchdown by the Longhorns. The other college football semifinal also went down to the last play, this time in overtime, as the University of Michigan beat the University of Alabama 27-20 at the Rose Bowl. Michigan and UW will face off in the college football championship next Monday in Houston. Moving to the NFL, this past weekend, the playoff picture solidified with the Niners and the Ravens clinching the top seeds in the NFC and AFC, respectively. The Chiefs also clinched the top seed in the AFC West and the Lions in the NFC North. The Rams, Eagles, Cowboys, Dolphins, and Browns all clinched the wildcard spots as well. Yesterday, the Kraken and the Golden Knights faced off at T-Mobile Park for the NHL Winter Classic. The Kraken shut out the Knights, resulting in a 3-0 victory. A big part of this game is the fashion sported by both teams in the way into the game and as the players pay homage to their markets. The Golden Knights all wore Elvis costumes and the Kraken dressed up as the famous Pike Place fish toshes. Thank you. This is Annabelle Hegarty for KMIH 88.9 The Bridge. Yeah, I'm kind of kicking myself for not going to that winter classic. (laughs) That looked like people were having serious fun out there and it wasn't even that cold. And uh, you know who's happiest about this uh, uh, Husky win? Uh, uh, Just about anybody around here. It's uh, it's Pete Carroll. It's John Schneider. It's anybody that has anything to do with the Seattle Seahawks and that loss on Sunday. Because if the uh, Huskies had not won, we would all be second-guessing and talking about how the Seahawks blew it, which they did. <laughs> um, uh, but we've now we've got somebody to play for a national title, so this whole this whole uh, uh, this whole playoff thing with the NFL is kind of put on hold. But Annabelle, you have to be happy. The Niners are in there. I know you're a Bay Area person. You like your Niners, don't you? Yeah. Well, our football allegiance is complicated because I am from the Oakland area, so my dad grew up a Raiders fan. But now he's decided he's not a Raiders fan because they're in <laughs> Vegas. But he still is, and we're also Niners fans, and we're also Seahawks fans. So. It's all over the place. But, yes, we are happy about the Niners for sure. Not being a Raiders fan, probably a good choice. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's probably uh, probably going to do – that's going to serve him well over uh, time. I was in Vegas uh, briefly, just really briefly, over the break to go visit uh, my friend Bob Rivers. And uh, I'll tell you, what a great time to go to Las Vegas. For some reason, uh, 
Christmas, Hanukkah, the winter holidays, it just doesn't say gambling and, and carousing and all-you-can-eat buffets to many people. I don't know why, but uh, it's uh, it was really not crowded and uh, just a really good time uh, to be down there. And uh, you said you went somewhere, but you wouldn't tell us where, Annabelle. You wanted us to guess. You went somewhere, but it wasn't your typical spot, you said. Well, it wasn't that the spot was weird. It was just the way I'm going to describe it. Because okay. I'll, I'll let you go for the country because you're probably not going to know the exact place. But it was filled with mostly people from Australia, New Zealand, and Britain. Oh, I think I know. Hmm, mostly Filipino. Was it, was it Whistler? No, but it was in Canada. Oh, okay. Because yeah. I was going to say Fiji. Uh, I've been to Fiji, and it's uh, there's a lot of uh, Australian and British people there, or, or, or Kiwis, because it's it's down that direction. It's in Canada, and it's filled. Well, you know why it's filled with all those people? The Commonwealth. Yes, yes. they can walk in. That they, actually okay. They, that that actually connects to one of my predictions. Yeah, they can even get a job there, uh, uh, whereas you wouldn't be able to. And, and that's yeah. the beautiful thing about having one of those uh, Commonwealth passports. It was just funny because my uncle was like, "This is the warmest trip to Australia I've ever had." Because we were at Sun Peaks, which is another ski resort in British oh, Columbia. Oh, I've been to Sun Peaks. Um, yeah, and. Everyone we met and every like ski instructor, because my cousins are learning to ski, so they had instructors, were like New Zealand or Australian. <laughs> it was really funny. Well, that makes sense. I mean, if you want to have a, a, a winter holiday, it, it, you're not going to get it down there. It's the middle of summer, so yeah. come come north and go skiing. And that, that, that does, uh, I won't say it irks me, but uh, when I was a young lad, uh, about your guy's age, I fancied myself a traveler and and I wanted to. I wanted to live in New Zealand. I wanted to work there, and I couldn't get a work permit. I, I I could only stay sixty days, which I did stay every single one of the days they would allow me to. But if you were uh, Canadian, you could just walk into any restaurant and get a job waiting tables. I mean, there's you know that's really nice to have that that uh, passport, the U.S. Yeah. passport. We make it a little tough for people to get in here. <laughs> Some would say maybe not tough enough, but it's pretty tough. And uh, they make it kind of tough on yeah. us. So Well, I have a prediction relating to the Commonwealth. I want to hear so, it. Um, since the, n now the monarch has changed and it's now King Charles, and so now they're beginning the process to change the money, I think there's going to be some issue with changing all the money because the money's been like the same monarch for the last... How long was she, was she like, the queen? Like... 70 years yeah, almost something, like that. something crazy like that um and so i think as they're trying to change all the money i think they're going to run into some issues and then just decide that it's easier and to keep the queen's money and we're just going to maintain and like the commonwealth is just going to maintain um the queen and that makes sense money. because not to be morose but king charles is up there a little bit by <laughs> the time you get everything changed you might be changing yeah. it again. You know? Yeah. Uh, and and way back, uh, King George, every once in a while you would find a Canadian uh, a penny or something with King George on, on it, and, and he was the one way uh, before the Queen. And I haven't even thought about that, Kate. That is a that is a great prediction. And yeah, when you start uh, when you start having to reprint money for several countries, not just for yeah. Great Britain, um, that becomes a, a little bit of an issue and also a little bit of an expense. I like that one. Do you have a prediction, Annabelle, for the new year? Yeah, and I'm kind of surprised it didn't happen last year since she performed at the Super Bowl. But I think Rihanna is finally going to release more music because. 
I don't like. I still don't get why she performed at the Super Bowl when she hasn't had a new album in so long. Yeah, wasn't her didn't her last album come out like when Obama was still president? Something like that. <laughs> I saw something about that online. I'm not even that big of a Rihanna fan. I just think that it's time. Yeah, I agree. And speaking of the Super Bowl, one of my predictions is I'm predicting a Philadelphia-Kansas City rematch. I would love that. Uh, but I'm predicting that uh, the Eagles uh, come out on top this oh, time. I, yeah. I would be, I'd be so for that. Um, and I think that if they do, then Jason Kelsey yeah. will retire. Yeah. For sure. I've... Yeah, I've I think he should either way. <laughs> yeah, I agree. But I think if he wins, they definitely. They I definitely mean, will. I did you guys watch the Kelsey documentary that came out on? I think I don't remember. I think it might have been on Amazon Prime or Hulu or something. But they did a documentary last season just about Jason Kelsey because he thought it was going to be his last season, and like that made me love the Kelsey. Like, like obviously, like I have you know I, I appreciate Travis Kelsey because he's dating Taylor Swift and I love Taylor Swift, but I love his brother and like his brother's wife and like their whole family and like that documentary just I don't know they were just a really down-to-earth family and like obviously he's a professional football player and he's famous but like they're just like a normal family and like I don't know it just was like kind of nice to see that because you don't always see that with like with like famous people and like it was kind of cool and and like I don't know they just like they just had a really good vibe and like I really liked the Kelsey is Jason I assume is he married or Yeah. yeah okay he's married to uh Kylie Kylie Kelsey now, but and they have three daughters, and they're just all right. So no chance that Taylor decides to be a Eagles <laughs> fan and get a different Kelsey. Well, or, well she's I mean, that would be crazy. She's originally an Eagles fan because she grew up in um in Pennsylvania. So like in one of her songs, even she talks about like an Eagle yeah. T-shirt hanging on the door. But now she's I think she's kind of switched allegiances. Since the Eagles she keep trolling the... her too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wonder if a DeAndre Swift is single. Imagine that. I mean, I mean yeah, he wouldn't have to do anything about the jersey or anything. <laughs> he could just wear his. And uh, I mean, I don't want to ish, wish ill will on that relationship. Joe, Joe's trying to start drama. <laughs> Joe, you already have wished ill will on that relationship. I remember I talked about this on the radio like for the first time a few months ago. I walk into class and you're like... In in six weeks they're gonna be broken up. Just you wait. It's well, been a few we'll months see. now. We'll see. If the Eagles win the Super Bowl, I mean, she may finally like if you can't beat them, join them. But I don't know. Maybe not. I, we'll I, I, see. I think it'll be fine. Uh, speaking of Taylor Swift, now this is something. She has a song called New Year's Day. Yes. You too also has a song called New Year's Day. Mm-hmm. You guys say, or at least a lot of you have not heard the new U two song. Right. I yeah. have not heard the Taylor Swift song. So I'm going to play the Taylor Swift song uh, while we get ready uh, for the news with Sophia LaSalle. And we'll listen to the Taylor Swift song, and I'll give you my thoughts. And then as we close out the show, we can listen to the uh, U2 song in, in uh, 20 minutes or so, and then we'll get our thoughts on that. I don't, don't know if this is a competition of which is better, but, <laughs> but I think this is talk about music that spans generations. Uh, we got two songs, New Year's Day, and while it's January 2nd, I, I say that's close enough that we should play them both and give them a listen. So we'll start with Taylor Swift, since I haven't heard this one, and it is a little shorter, and uh, then we'll come back. We've still got uh, the news, lots going on in the world with Sophia. We have a special guest that is in the studio with us, somebody you haven't heard on this frequency for a while, but somebody you did hear for many years, and I predict you will also be hearing for many years to come in broadcast media. So that's all still to come and more New Year's predictions. But first, here's Taylor Swift. 
There's glitter on the floor after the party. Girls carrying the shoes down in the lobby. I could recognize I hold on to you. Beautiful song. Yes, um, this is one of my favorite Taylor Swift songs because I think it kind of like represents what I, I kind of think she's writing about is it's like um, is she's kind of using New Year's Eve and New Year's Day as a metaphor and it's like I'm not just going to be around for like New Year's Eve like I'm not just going to be around for like the celebrations and the party and the excitement I'm also going to be around to like help you clean up on New Year's Day like clean up the party and like I'm going to be there for the highs and the lows and like I don't know I just think it's a very sweet song it was and, uh, and you're listening to 88.9 The Bridge Joe's Class the Breakfast on the Bridge edition I'm Joe Bryant and Kate Lennington my co-host <laughs> yeah, and so uh, designated Swifty of which we have several here <laughs> the uh it's a beautiful song, and I can also see how she is uh, now a billionaire um, because I don't think she had to pay anybody on that one. That was pretty much just her and a piano, maybe a little synthesizer in yeah. the background or something. So uh, that was a, a economically that was a, a very good one for her. Uh, we're going to play another song later uh, in the show uh, called "New Year's Day" as well by U2, and uh, I've heard that one, so we'll get. A little take on that first there is lots going on in the world so we should get right to yes. uh, what's happening in the news we've got sophia lasalle in in the newsroom and i know there's a, a terrible uh sadly an earthquake in japan yesterday and, and lots of other stuff going so uh, let's check in with sophia you're listening to kmih 88.9 the bridge i'm sophia with your news headlines in japan the death toll from yesterday's earthquake has risen to at least 48. The quake struck at 4.10 p.m. and registered as a 7.6 on the Japanese seismic intensity scale. It triggered tsunami warnings, extensive evacuations, widespread power outages, and a large fire in the city, Wajima, where 19 have died. Now, more than 57,000 people have evacuated their homes, 20,000 houses lack running water, and 3,300 people are without power. However, yesterday's tsunami warnings have been lifted. Nike, Sony, and Can Nikon, Sony, and Canon are developing camera technologies that embed digital signatures and images so they can be distinguished from AI-generated photos. The digital signatures will include information such as date, time, location, and photographer. A group of news organizations, technology companies, and camera makers have launched a web-based tool called Verify for checking images free of charge. If an image has been created with artificial intelligence or tampered with, the Verify tool flags it as having no content credentials. Here in Washington, a number of laws have gone into effect since January 1st. First of all, a 10-day waiting period has been introduced for those wishing to buy a firearm after a background check is completed. Second, employers are now blocked from conducting drug tests for cannabis when making hiring decisions. Third, hospitals in Washington need to have an established staffing committee made up of nursing staff and administrators. These, this law is a compromise between hospitals and nursing unions after last year's strikes. This is Sophia reporting for KMIH 88.9 The Bridge. 
Now back to the music and conversation that spans generations. All right. We're just going to stick to the, the conversation <laughs> part for a minute, Sophia. Uh, great stories and, and a couple things. The, the new laws are all, always fascinating. And uh, the gun law, um, I don't want to get on a big political soapbox, but I think uh, I think that 10 days is plenty reasonable amount of time. If you need a gun quicker than 10 days, then uh, you probably don't need a gun. I mean, that's something, you know, you should... Uh, I have to wait three months to get a dental appointment. I think I should at least wait 10 days to, to get a gun. So that seems to make a, a, a lot of sense to me. And uh, uh, the, the earthquake, uh, very sad and a good reminder that it, this could happen anytime around here too. Mm-hmm. And uh, you guys weren't around for the Nisqually quake, but I was. And, and thank goodness it wasn't, uh, you know, a terribly uh, deadly event, but it caused a lot of property damage. And as we start the new year, Maybe we should start to think about uh, a little more public service awareness about earthquakes yeah. and, and things like that, uh, because uh, that that can happen. Now, Sophia, did you have any prediction for the New Year's? I, if you do, great. I, I, and, and I don't want to put you on the spot, but if you've if you've written Ooh, some or okay. you have some, I would love to predictions hear predictions for twenty twenty four. This is very broad um, and kind of building off my second news story, but I just think that. The AI issue is just going to keep expanding and becoming more complicated because I think we're going to be seeing a lot more AI tools. I think we're going to be seeing just a lot more AI fakes, which is going to cause a lot of controversy. Um, And another interesting news story is the New York Times is actually suing OpenAI, the creators of ChatGPT, for using their articles to train the chatbot. So I think we're just going to be seeing a lot more, I guess, a little more complicated and deeper and more complex issues surrounding that in 2024. I agree. And, and one of my predictions is I think AI is going to get a better name. Um, <laughs> I, I think it's back when we called it AI. Think about this. The word artificial. What what good is artificial? Does anybody like artificial flavors? Does anybody like artificial coloring? Does anybody like artificial flowers? I mean, I in, in what way is artificial? You know, it's not a very... I, Flattering I word. feel like it it kind of deserves to be unflattering. Yeah, I it's agree. Like we're putting people as better, which I think is kind of nice. Yeah, yeah. maybe uh, maybe uh, yeah, it, it, uh, AI inferior or something, but yeah. it's not. And, and, and by the way, and you guys can be honest. I mean, are you using it? Are you finding useful ways to use it? I really, I'm not yet. I used it to draw a few pictures of dogs sitting in trees and stuff, but I, I haven't used it on a practical level, but I, it's sitting there waiting for yeah. us. And I think we're all going to probably be learning to use it a little more in the new year too. Honestly, it really like it, it intimidates me. And I just like, I've just decided that like, I don't really feel the need to use it me right neither. now. And so I just really haven't been. And like, cause even like, I know like some people that I, I know like ha- like use it like if they're like if they're struggling to like find something online like yeah. like research wise uh-huh. like type it into chat, chat GPT. gpt and ask it and like i don't know i just for some reason like i feel like it's not like a reliable source in that regard like i don't i'm, I'm not i don't want to use it for like a studying tool or like anything like that um so honestly like i really just haven't haven't used it at this point and i don't know i think i'm probably going to kind of stick to that yeah and I, I, the other thing I think with AI that, that I've seen is, like, there's now, like, AI detectors. And, like, so what a lot of English teachers have you do is when you turn something in, you turn it into turnitin.com. 
and turnitin.com has like had like an AI detector except it's not always accurate and there's been like situations where like um I don't think they've happened like here I don't know personally people who have experienced this but like I've heard about this where like someone will fully like write the essay like by them they won't use yeah. any chat GPT or any AI and then they'll turn it in and turn it in and turnitin.com will flag AI, it as AI which so is it's, like tricky I think there's a lot of complicated like I don't know I feel like it's causing it's causing problems I'd agree with that I personally have really not used any AI myself either because first of all I agree I'm a little suspicious of whether it's providing the results that I need and second of all I feel like part especially for school part of it's just learning how to do it yourself and just learning how to do things and I feel like I'm putting myself at a detriment by using AI and just like skipping the process part but yeah. I will say another prediction for not necessarily 2024 is I feel like these tools are just going to become so normalized that at some point I'm going to have to start using AI yeah. because that's the standard I agree of yeah. accomplishing things it is it's like the internet we're and we're we're at the maybe uh looking at a video game scale maybe we're slightly past pong but we're to the space invaders version of ai which doesn't mean much to you guys but this is like the earliest of the games right. you know we're not we're not uh, we we are we barely scratched the surface and and a, a person like myself i thought about this over the break it's like boy i'm gonna have to do a whole lot of new learning and, and figuring out how to teach and and how to deal with this tool or Am I just going to call it good and go sit in a cabin and and, uh, and watch the news? Uh, you know, so I have to decide on that, but it's coming. All right. I want to, uh, and we're getting a little behind here, so I want to... Uh, I want to move us forward. We do have a special guest who's been patiently waiting, and to introduce her, I'm gonna I'm gonna just play this segment. I have not heard this yet, but this is a little "Where Are They Now," and it is uh it is one of our current staff members talking to one of our former staff members who is here in the studio. Give a listen. This is Ellie for 88.9 The Bridge. Recently, I had the chance to catch up with one of our station's alumni and key members in building the bridge into what it is today. Let's hear from Audrey Sadler about her time in the radio station and what she has been doing since graduating in 2022. I was in the radio program for four years. I was the social media manager my sophomore year of high school, and then I was the program director junior and senior year. What college do you attend? I attend Arizona State University. I study journalism and I'm minoring in business. Amazing. And what is one skill that you have taken from radio class and brought into college? Uh, there are many things, honestly. I feel very lucky that I had the opportunity to learn and Learn just learn radio and the art of audio and like podcasting through 88 and on the bridge. There's just so much that like I took on with me and I continue to use on a daily basis while studying journalism. I'm just so appreciative of having that opportunity in high school to like have the creative freedom to learn all that sort of stuff. The timeliness is something that I will use like that skill that I learned in radio. I continue to use in college because you can't turn anything late <laughs> anything mm -hmm. in late the ability to articulate and like express myself is something that I continue to use and also just like the teamwork aspect and learning how to work with people early on really helped me and so I'm very grateful for this program do you have an idea of what job you would like to have so 
ideally, I'd want to I'd want to travel for work. I'd either really want to work at uh, the Associated Press. I've had a couple of professors who work there, and I think that would be a really cool job to have. Or working in public relations, something along those lines also. I could really see myself doing anything, and I kind of love that about journalism. There are just so many opportunities, and it's just a really fun career to like to potentially have, I guess. Once again, that was Audrey Sadler, one of our station's alumni, coming back to give us updates on her journey post-high school. Thanks for listening. Now back to new and amazing content only on 88.9 The Bridge. Or back to more with Audrey Sadler because she is in the studio. Audrey, thank you for coming in. Appreciate Yay. it. Thank you for having me. On break. <laughs> and uh, you are a, a ASU Sun Devil. And before I ask you about ASU, since I'm talking to everybody else about the game, as a as a well, the Pac-12 doesn't exist anymore, I guess. Uh, but as a as a person who uh, has a team that you know that you compete against the Huskies, are you are you anti-Husky or are you cheering them on when they're when they're doing this well? Oh no, I am very much um, pro-Husky. <laughs> Both of my parents went to UW, so I was kind of raised around like going to the football games, all that sort of stuff. So I'm super excited, and I think it would be amazing if a Pac-12 team won the college football championship. Um, that would just be like the greatest way to end it, I guess. Um, but I'm excited. That was a really close game, so it was a little bit stressful, but I'm excited to see what happens next. Yeah, so I think I know the answer to this, and Ellie joins us as well, mm-hmm. uh, who did a great job on the interview, Ellie. Uh how is it when sister comes back? And you guys are so close, you probably love it. But is there is there any uh, household friction? Like, is there some territory you've claimed that now you must surrender back for a while? Um, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I um, no, I love Audrey. I'm glad when she comes back, but it's definitely an but adjustment. Also, no. <laughs> Audrey, no, I love you. I just it's it's definitely an adjustment living in like a three person household than going back to a four person household because like you're used to like being on just mom and dad's schedule and then there's another schedule to add in or like you want to use like you want to go somewhere but I also need to go somewhere and so like who gets to drive the car and like it's just there's more factors that play into like the decisions we're making but I don't I don't I don't resent you coming home i, I love <laughs> hopefully not no i know i love you'll when you tolerate come home. it for a few yeah, more days tolerate yeah. it, I guess. yeah i guess i guess <laughs> if she's nice to me and, yeah and when you go back in a few days i'm very proud of you audrey and i'm proud of uh, so many of the students that have come through this program that you have decided to continue you 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 love broadcasting you love media and you're in one of the best places in the country for it the walter cronkite school of broadcast journalism um what, what have you learned there that maybe we could uh, apply and maybe teach a little bit here? I mean, I just, I I loved here. Cronkite has been so, like, ten times better, too. <laughs> Not better. It's just been so much fun being able to, like, extend my knowledge and learn. Because, um... Obviously, we're working like this. We're working on a radio station. Like this is very much like hands on. Um, so having the opportunity at Cronkite to kind of learn the background of just journalism in general and um, get into other things like print journalism stuff I'm not as familiar with or as like confident in um, being able to 
focus on that also I love um I mean the biggest thing I've like really learned and tried to like continue to implement was and something that we don't do here obviously because we're on air it doesn't matter as much was AP style um I didn't realize how intense it was <laughs> so it's a little bit like it's a lot yeah i think that's one thing a lot of students here need to know is that once you get to the next level it is a little more intense yeah uh, we give you a pretty nice soft landing here and a lot of grace and, and you don't get that out there in the real world as much on some of your assignments and things and the one thing i i'm and i could ask a million questions but we're down to <laughs> a minute or so so i'll keep this brief but you live in a sorority and i've got yes. so many questions about sororities <laughs> but the one i always come back to is the food situation oh, what's what's the deal yeah. on the food do you guys all do you take turns cooking do you eat the same things do you get the you know how's the food work yeah so it's where um asu is kind of different because um greek life was kind of um like revitalized like it um in like the early to 2010s ish um there used to be like big houses but they tore that greek road down and it's kind of more like townhouses now and so we have a kitchen and all that sort of stuff but usually there would be a cook that would um make us meals on the weekdays like on the weekends you would have to like find your own food um but for us we have a budget um with groceries and so one of um the girls living in the house, she'll go to like Costco and get us all um, groceries for the month. It, not the month. It like biweekly. It depends. And so um, there's stuff for everyone to use. And then also people will cook stuff and like will share meals too. It's not as formal as like there's someone right. It's designated not like to make Audrey's meals. night to make spaghetti yeah. or whatever. Yeah, but we still try to like grill like and have nights where we eat and like there are also events sometimes where um we'll cater stuff and we'll eat that too um but it is it has been an adjustment like cooking for myself <laughs> i wasn't used to it and it's definitely a little bit hard to like think of meals i don't know how it yeah, yeah well, well i'm it. glad you're having a blast down there and i'm glad uh you're coming back to visit that means a lot to me and uh uh before we go and i am going to play uh, the u2 new year's day song but before i yeah. do any predictions uh from you or from ellie Ooh. anything you guys have uh, you think is going to happen in 2024 i i can go first Ellie. okay yeah, okay yeah. um i think they're hopefully um I don't know if you saw it in the news because it's kind of more like a, I wouldn't say it's niche because it made like headlines. Yeah, headlines. But there was this family um, YouTube channel uh, called Eight Passengers um, in the past year. I think the mom was arrested um, for like, I don't know. I, a bunch of different things. Yeah, a bunch like of child different things. Just yeah. like not treating her children yeah right so i think my prediction for 2024 is that either another incident like that will unfortunately happen or some sort of like law or bill um might hopefully be passed um to protect those uh 
kids, like, in those kind of channels, because there isn't really any um, laws protecting them right now, and that's kind of come to light with the news, the eight passenger thing. Very sad. Hopefully something comes of that. Yeah. Uh, just to temper uh, the, the sadness on that, I'll throw one more of mine out there, and then we'll go to Ellie. <laughs> um, I predict at least two and maybe more snow days here on Mercer Island oh, before midwinter break. What do you guys think? I hope so. Me too. I mean, it's been so weird not seeing any snow, and none of the mountains have anything either. It's Yes, there I'm won't be snow it. in Phoenix, I predict. Tempe, oh, no. No, no snow in Tempe. That would really be an exceptional that would be, prediction. Yeah, but quite I, crazy. I think our winter is late to start, but I think in early February we're going to see some winter finally come. And Ellie, uh, you'll yes. top it off with uh, predictions for 2024. Um. Okay, my prediction for 2024 is that there will be a big scandal involving um and and uh, like a scan like a business scandal involving um bravo tv bravo tv interesting yeah that was very specific yeah you yeah have, like, i don't really know where that came from just <laughs> but, just pulling but it like i feel like they've been in, in hot water recently like not because of anything they're doing but like their shows they're producing just are obviously like reality tv and always are unpredictable and so i feel like something's gonna happen where like either they get in trouble or someone on one of their shows does that's interesting we shall see and this is all recorded for posterity we can check back in a year and, <laughs> yeah who and, knows and see how we did you are listening to breakfast on the bridge it's a it's a live morning show for mercer island uh broadcast right here from mercer island high school i'm joe bryan i'm the teacher the students are the real stars and we have another hour of live radio coming up led by students uh but first while we switch a few things around and while i go get the actual uh class started here's you too new year's day you guys give this a listen no it's not taylor swift uh, but uh, it's a pretty good song for new year's too happy new year uh we will be talking to you a lot more by the way if you like the joe's class version of uh breakfast on the bridge let us know go to our facebook page go to our instagram and uh maybe we can do this uh, uh on a more regular basis thank you to uh all our co-hosts uh sophia Tolly, uh kate and uh, annabelle ellie and of course uh thank you audrey for coming back and visiting keep coming back here's you too